Well, good morning. So turn around and say hello to the folks around you. Go ahead and tell them good morning. Say hello. Say go Tigers. As I mentioned before Mass, a word of welcome to uh, certainly all of us, but especially to um, the, the nearly 50 women who were on the silent retreat. A welcome. It is good to have you with us today as you levitate in the church today. So I pray that your retreat was filled with grace and that your transition home is equally filled with God's glory. Speaking of God's glory, how about those tigers, huh? It's no coincidence that we had a church filled with holy women last night interceding before the blessed sacrament at the same time that miracles were unfolding in Gomaha, Nebraska. Jesus Christ loves LSU football, baseball. Amen? Let me prove it to you. The gospel today from Matthew refers to Gehenna. Gehenna is a, a, it's a reference to hell. Um, it's an image of hell. Gehenna, hell, starts with the letter G. University of Florida is in what city? Gainesville starts with the letter G. Uh, the connections are obvious to me. I mean, we can laugh together. But I am going to pivot today from the Art of Living series and, and perhaps even invite you into a shift, a PG-13 shift. You call me Father, um, that's my, my, my priestly title, and my dad often sat us down with, with important news and I just feel like as a dad, we need, we need to at least reference with great reverence the fact that there was an accident on the island yesterday. I was, I was very much affected by, by the many different ways that I found out about that, but um, there was a drowning yesterday afternoon, and, and there was a fatality. So let's just pray together now. Lord, we come before you as a family of believers. And yet our hearts are sobered in the body of Christ when we lose, through tragedy, one of our brothers or sisters. We stand in faith before you, Lord, and we pray today for the soul of the deceased. As your mercy join him to you on earth. May your mercy now join him to you in heaven. Pray for his family. Pray for all those who are grieving today because of the tragedy of yesterday. And we pray for our first responders, all those who acted heroically and with perhaps even exhaustion yesterday and those who worked throughout the night and who, those who are working this morning and Pray for all of our first responders here on the island. Keep them safe, Lord, as they keep us safe. Lord, pour forth your blessings upon our, our, our island community. May, may all of us be protected, but may we be reminded today of the way in which you are calling us to celebrate our time here. Keep our eyes focused on you 
alleviate, lift up, hold the grieving hearts. Eternal rest grant unto him, O Lord, and let perpetual light shine upon him. May he rest in peace. And may his soul and the souls of all the faithful departed through the mercy of God rest in peace. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Yeah, I don't know how to to authentically kind of love you and love the Lord without just pausing to acknowledge what happened yesterday. Uh, I don't mean to be uh, a downer or with heavy news, but every once in a while, life presents circumstances that just that, that remind us what life is really all about. Amen. I mean, whether LSU wins today or not, it, in the big picture, it, it's kind of irrelevant. And, and, and every once in a while, like yesterday, this morning, we're just all reminded that there's something that we need to be reminded of. In the gospel today, Jesus, he, he uses parabolic imagery, right, that sometimes doesn't connect with this. He says, do not be afraid of those who can kill the body but cannot kill the soul. Rather, be afraid of the one who can destroy both soul and body in Gehenna. You know, I think sometimes we hear something like that in Gehenna. We don't maybe know what that means or the language doesn't flow naturally with what we uh, attribute to Jesus. So sometimes it just kind of goes over our head. This is what Jesus is saying, essentially. It's real simple. Jesus is saying, don't be afraid of the things that we get all hot and bothered about that don't affect our eternal salvation. He says, instead, be aware of, be sober with, be attentive to the things that can affect your eternal salvation as well as your earthly uh, experience of the Lord, right? He's saying, hey, let's keep our eyes on the prize. And I don't know of anything else that can kind of get us into some sober reminding than the fact that we just lost a brother in Christ. Amen? May he rest in peace. I, I woke up this morning, I, I just expected to wake up. I didn't even think about it. I just drove halfway across the country last week and just expected nothing to happen. Was on a plane the week before that, just expected nothing to happen. How many times do we just, we just take for granted the fact that, gosh, none of us know when, when tragedy might bite us, right? Now, I say that intentionally this morning for one hand, to just remind us that we have been given a jewel um, here in Grand Isle. As some of us who are lucky enough to live here full-time, like we know what it's like, that gift. Some of you who unfortunately have to live other places, you only get to be here on the weekends. We, we all have this jewel of the Gulf Coast. But let's just be reminded that we need to do it safely, and enjoy yourself. Have fun. May the joie de vie 
uh, just bathe us all, right? But let's, let's just be reminded of the need to be safe. Amen? Let's pray for our first responders. They do a great job. Um, as one who now lives here, I see the rhythm of the, the pace of the island, and a lot of us just don't appreciate what's happening behind the scenes with those who keep us safe. So let's just continue to pray for them. However, focus with me now for a second. Because this is the point in the message where the temptation is guys like me or ears like yours can sometimes be tempted to pit heaven against earth. That's a temptation there. You hear a gospel like this, and sometimes we can almost throw the baby out with the bathwater, and we say, no, 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 make sure you keep your eyes on your eternal salvation. And to all of us, I say, hey, make sure you keep your eyes on your eternal salvation. Amen? But you wouldn't be here today if you didn't want to do that. So why do we sometimes take our eyes off of that? Why do we get distracted sometimes, right? So Jesus says, hey, keep your eyes right here. Make sure you keep, you never know when it's going to happen. You never know when tragedy is going to strike. Like Jesus says, hey, keep your eyes on here. I don't want to accuse anybody of anything today. I'm in it with you. Why is it? Why sometimes would it be expected for us to kind of do this and get a little distracted? Because if we don't have that conversation, then I think this conversation gets lost in some real life stuff. So let's together today, let's talk today together about why is it that sometimes we would be vulnerable, susceptible to forgetting about the more important things. I'm going to use what's in front of us right now, which is a prop and a gift. I love the sound of your babies. Praise God. Don't ever stop coming to church. Bring them to church. And if anybody in church ever gives you a look, look back at them and say, your kids acted the same way. All right? <laughs> Praise God. The day we don't hear babies in church is a dark day for the church. Amen? Keep them coming. Amen. <laughs> I want to rejoice today with you because guess what? I don't have to babysit him after mash. You do. So like, <laughs> easy for me to say that, right? You want to know why you, you sometimes keep your, your eyes off of heaven? Because babies cry. Like, really, y'all? Come on. Because life is hard. Some of us worry about your job. Some of us worry about your retirement. Some of you have a mortgage. Some of you have utility bills. Some of you have tuition or other things in your family. Here's what happens in life, y'all. We hear the gospel today, and it's like, make sure you keep your eyes on your salvation. And we can, we can get tempted to believe that Jesus only cares about our eternal salvation. Jesus absolutely cares about our eternal salvation. But do you know what else Jesus cares about? Your mortgage. Your kid's tuition. 
the fact that those babies need clothes and food and all kinds of other things. You see, the temptation is we have all these things in our life and we're holding them. Like so many of you got a lot going on in your heart right now. You're worried about all kinds of things. I don't know what's in your, your Tupperware dishes, right? But I got Tupperware dishes in my hand, right? So what, what's, your, what's yours? You got bills? You got people in your life who have health issues? Uh, um, you got a job? You have a camp? You've got all kinds of things, right? This, what keeps you up at night? What are you worried about? When you walked into church today and you were zoning out and you were looking at God going, I need help, what do you need help with? See all that stuff? Watch me. You're holding it. You do it every day. And you go through life. Now, it would be awesome for us to not have to worry about any of this. But this is a part of life, y'all. What Jesus is saying today in today's gospel is, don't let this prevent you from getting to heaven. Is there anything wrong with having a house? No. Those kids need a house. Make sure they sleep inside a house tonight, all right? Is there anything wrong with going to the grocery store? No, you have to eat. You need money to pay for that stuff. Anything wrong with having a job? No, there's, that's actually, it's holy having a job. Provision. That's important, right? All, these things of the world are neither good or bad in and of themselves. Right? This is neither good nor bad. It can be used to glorify God. It can be used for evil. It is what it is. It is. It's not good or bad. God has given us all the things of the earth to help us get to heaven. Insofar as these things in life help us get to heaven, they are good. When the things of life pull us away from God, or are actually designed to pull us away from God, then those things are bad. Jesus Christ cares as much about these things as he does about our eternal salvation because these are the things that will pull us away from our eternal salvation. Jesus, is he, he longs for that. But this is what happens. We feel responsible in life for managing all of this. If you believe that you are supposed to carry all this by yourself, that's a lie. That's a temptation. It's not like Jesus is asking us to leave these things in church today and go back out there and just keep your eyes on heaven. What Jesus is trying to say is, hey, these things that are a part of life, Jesus says, I'll carry them with you. The two of us. Jesus has one side, you have the other. We're in it together. Jesus is not 
in heaven waiting for us saying, come on up here, get with it. Jesus is here. Watch this. In your life. And he wants to carry all of this stuff with us. When we forget that, and we try to do all of this by ourselves, what will happen is we will forget about all of that because this just gets heavy after a while. Amen? Now, some of this may be a little much. Some, some of the stuff in here, maybe he's asking us to let go of. Maybe not the container, but, but we don't need, right, 18 boats, right? You don't need tickets to the LSU game tonight. You can give those to me. <laughs> That's from Jesus. Probably not, but thought I'd slip it in there, right? Especially if you have a jet that goes there. <laughs> See, I say stuff like that and it distracts me from my homily, right? <laughs> but, but, but this stuff is meant to be with him. And so he says today to all of you, where's your anxiety? Where's the fear? He's looking at us, and there was a responsorial song today where we all said together, Lord, in your great love, answer me. Jesus, I need help with my mortgage. Answer me. Jesus, I need help with my family. Answer me. Jesus, I am worried about my finances. Answer me. All those things. Today at Mass, can you just stand before Him and say, Jesus, I want to do this with you so that I can be with you forever. If I'm doing it with here, I'm more likely to be with there. But if I'm not with Him here, I'm probably not going to be with Him there. So what does he need to answer? Where's the fear? Where's the anxiety? What feels overly heavy in life? Let's not be afraid of the things in life that are trivial. But let's be reminded about what happened yesterday, y'all. Let's keep our eyes on the most important things, which includes... The practical things in life on us sharing that with the Lord. Amen?